Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Career Contessa podcast, your shortcut to be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin. It's a new year and a new job market. Or is it? Today, we're joined by career coach AJ Mises to talk about the hidden job market. We'll review what this means, where to find hidden opportunities, and my favorite strategy, the sidebar method. Remember to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review for our show. One review equals a thousand new downloads, and that's the number one way that you can support our show. And now this is the Career Contessa podcast. Hi, AJ. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here, Lauren. Okay, so tell us about your background and your journey to becoming a career coach. So I have been working in HR for about 20 years in in total, and I never thought graduating college that I'd be a career coach. That's not something that was on the radar, but I knew that I wanted to be in a role where I was working with people. And I know everybody says that, but I honestly, that's what I like said when I came out of college. And so I started my career in learning and development in the hospitality space, and I was teaching and coaching leaders and managers how to replicate something that I had done at a property that I was running at the time as a 22-year-old kid. And so eventually oversaw eight different properties on the Western seaboard. I was like, this is fun. And I like teaching and coaching and seeing the results of the stuff that we work on together through the leaders at these properties. Went into recruiting from there. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. So I started working and recruiting for some of the tech giants in the area, which I loved. It was a combination of helping people realize their potential, but also connecting companies with great talent. And from there, I was actually hired out to be the VP of people. One of my clients, which which was a solar software company based here in Oakland. So I did that for like three years. And I decided that was my first exposure to like true HR, I would say. And then I worked at Facebook for the last six years and left Facebook as the global head of HR for um, ARVR, specifically the hardware division, which was about 3,000 employees. So I led a big team and it was a combination of all of like the amalgamation of all my skills in that. And I would say during Facebook, at Facebook, I really had this hunch because people kept coming to me and asking for advice on, hey, what should I do with my career? I'm at a crossroads and I'm trying to decide what I want to do or I'm having a really hard time interviewing or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, you know what? I think this is my calling. I think this is the universe telling me I need to go do something. So I actually left Facebook in the middle of that six years to start the Human Reach, which is my, my practice. And about nine months into starting my practice, Facebook called me back and they were like, hey, we want you to come back and build 
the the ARVR team. And I was like, that's cool. But I also started my <laughs> I also started my company. And so I want to be able to continue it because I enjoy it so much. So I ended up going back to Facebook. I was there. They let me have the company on the side, which was awesome. But about two and a half years into it, I was like, no, this is yeah, like too I much. love this work too much. And I really want to do my full thing full time. Yeah. So that's how I got to where I am now. Incredible. You know, you probably see this because I know you're on active on LinkedIn. There are a lot of quote career coaches out there, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever platform you want to call it. And they've never recruited or they've never hired or worked with hiring managers. And what I really appreciate, and I'm a little snobby about this, I know, is that when I come across career coaches who like have actually been in the weeds of it, have worked with employers, have had those tough conversations, have had lots of applicants come through their desk. And obviously as a career coach now, you probably work with so many people, but it's like, you're the real deal. And I feel like it's so great that you decided to become a career coach because those are the people we need the most help from and the actual advice from. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been a journey. And I, you know, I tell the story about like this CEO at the recruiting firm, actually, who sat me down like right when I was joining and she was like, well, what do you want to do after you you work here at Premier? And I thought that that was such like a mind blowing question for a CEO to be asking me like, what do you want to do after you're here? And it was like, we were having a very elevated conversation about who I was as a person. It's something that I've tried to emulate everywhere I've gone. But in that seat, I told her, that I wanted to have my own company helping people. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I think I was like 24, 25 or something like that. And it's so funny to now think back on that conversation. I'm like, I'm doing the thing. Yeah, yeah. We talked about. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been a fun ride. Well, I think that is awesome. And it's so great that you you kind of had the intuition so early on. Okay. So today we're talking about the hidden job market. I feel like we need to have like dun, dun, dun music for that. And I think it makes a lot of sense for us to start with just a better understanding in general. Like what does that mean? Like what, what is the hidden job market? We've heard about it, but what do people really mean when they say that? So to me, and I'd love to talk to you about this, but to me, I believe the hidden job market really refers to job opportunities that are not advertised publicly. And so what I've read and likely you too, Lauren, right, is that research suggests that a significant portion of job openings are filled through internal recruitment, through referrals or through networking, often before they're even advertised. And a recent study actually by LinkedIn revealed that 70 to 80 percent of jobs are not published publicly, which I think really emphasizes the importance of networking and connections. And so, you know, I'll give an example. We had a client two months ago who was networking and kind of, you know, using some of the strategies that a lot of career coaches talk about to tap into the hidden job market. There was no job posted for the role that he is in now. But the the CEO who he networked with literally called him back. Hi, Matt, if you're listening, by the way, and (laughs) created a role just for him because of the conversation that they had. So I offer that as an example. It's funny. I was talking to a friend the other day who she she has an interesting background. She basically works in learning and development slash marketing, but not on the marketing team. It's really interesting. But she was telling me, she's like, when I was going out to look for a new job, she's like, I knew my resume wasn't the reason why I was going to get a job. So the pro of that is that I didn't have to apply online. I didn't have to use my resume. But she goes, the con of that was that I basically had to be really clear about what I wanted and constantly pitch my network on it. And I was like, that's a perfect example of the hidden job market. So she's now works in a marketing role, but not on the marketing team for a team that works on basically studying like remote work and and kind of the importance of that. So really fascinating, but 
to your point, the rule did not exist. There was no advertisement for this. I, I don't even know if they had like a, a job title ready. And there are certain people whose careers have that, obviously. And they and I think those people sometimes know, like I am more of a hidden job market type. And then there are people who want to really just position themselves. To- <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To take advantage of the hidden job market. Can you talk about the difference between those two things? Somebody whose maybe career is at that level where like hidden job market kind of makes sense for them versus somebody who's like, I've been a recruiting coordinator or a recruiter for 10 years and I want to tap into the hidden job market because the job market is crazy right now. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, there's so many ways to slice and dice this. I think Definitely what I know to be for certain is that at the more senior you are, typically the roles that are not posted are at that level. Yes. So those I would say in the VP, even director sometimes, director and above type of roles. Typically, you have companies who are are thinking about what they might need for Q1 or Q2. And so they're, you know, in their brain, they're like, I need to hire a leader, but I just don't have time and blah, 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 blah. And then it turns into like a happenstance of, of meeting somebody and saying like, wow, actually you have all the skills that I need in order for this team, this organization to be successful. And so therefore, actually, I kind of want you to interview for it. And so I'm going to post it. I want you to apply, but guess what? You've already had a conversation with that person. (laughs) And so you're at the top of the pile. And so I I think that's clear in terms of... um, That's like via networking, probably mostly like events, networking, staying in touch, high level, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. The other piece of tapping into the hidden job market, I would say is about expanding your network. So even if you're below a director, like you only know who you know. And so... For instance, that statistic, right, aren't published or the things that aren't published publicly. The other thing is that around 85% of people who get hired are getting hired because they are referred into the company. And so if you think about like, especially right now, you know, the beginning of the year, there's a lot of new jobs that are getting posted. A lot of people are applying to those jobs. You have thousands and thousands of people who are applying to those things just because of the nature of where we are in the economic cycle. And so getting referred into those companies is like the other piece of the networking 
jungle, if you will, yeah. because you want to make sure that you're landing on the top of the pile and that recruiters are actually looking at your resume. And I don't know about you, Lauren, but like at Facebook, for instance, if you are referred into Facebook by a Facebook employee, you 100% are getting contacted by a recruiter. Even if you're not a great fit, even if you are like, there's somebody at the final stage of the interview, because you are like somebody who has been hired at Facebook, we want to get there. They wanted to get to know you. I keep saying we like, I'm still there, but <laughs> you own it. <laughs> uh, but, but the recruiting team really wants to get to know you because if you're not a fit for the job that you refer to, that's their pipeline for yeah. the rest of roles that could be akin to the one that you, you're getting referred to. So I would add that the hidden job market is that. So you get referred for a job or maybe you apply for a job and you're not a fit for it. But now you've built a relationship with a recruiter, some way, shape or form, a referral, you applied, whatever it is. That's a hidden job market in. That's you saying, I'm going to continue to have this relationship with the recruiter and continued. And I know at Hulu, when I worked there, there were times where people weren't right for a role, but they would stay in touch with us. And then we'd be like, oh, you should contact so-and-so for this role. Again, they had an interview for it, but that is the hidden job market. It's similar to like sourcing. The other hidden job market I think that's changed a lot in the last few years is LinkedIn. I I feel like LinkedIn, before it became kind of this creator space, if someone was hiring for their team, you maybe told your friend, maybe you texted a friend, but now people are going on LinkedIn and saying, my team is hiring. Let me know if you're interested. And so the more connections you even have via LinkedIn is turning into sort of a hidden job market. Are you finding that as well? There's like these, these variations of hidden job market today. Yes, I thousand percent agree with you. And even like some of the stuff that we coach on is to like literally search LinkedIn posts. Yeah. And to your point, right? So it's because people are posting on that stuff. And so to create search strings that you're looking for things that are posted on people's feeds versus like applying to something online. That way, you know who the hiring manager is, or you yes. kind of have an, even if it's not the person who's posting it, you have an idea and you're able to go and connect with those folks. So yeah, completely agree. Yeah. And just so anyone knows, if you just go to search and you type in like now hiring and then you filter the post by the last 24 hours, that's a quick, easy way that you can do it. Obviously, AJ is probably teaching you much more sophisticated ways, but that's just one of the ways that I've seen people do it. And it's incredible. And also every time you like someone's job posting comment, it shows up for other people. So again, like adding those connections on LinkedIn is so incredible. Besides what we kind of just talked about, how else do you think the hidden job market has changed in the last few years? So I think the rise of remote work has been a, a huge introduction of change in just into the job market in general. But then with that, like you mentioned, right, the LinkedIn purpose has changed. Their mission overall stays the same, but I think the purpose of how it serves as a conduit for networking has expanded the hidden job market and just opportunities that it, that it provides and, and just making it more accessible. Yeah. The like flip side of the coin is that it's made it more competitive. Right. Yeah. When I had a friend post a job the other day, she works at a cool company and there were like hundreds of comments and she took the job, like she only left the job up until 8 PM that night and <laughs> she posted it in the morning. So to your point, yes. I mean, <laughs> somebody might've been a really good fit for it and they just saw it at 9 PM and it's like, okay, that's over. It's done with, she's too overwhelmed with it. So yes, it, it is definitely competitive for sure. Yeah. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. Maybe that's an apartment in your budget, but it's got a loud upstairs neighbor. Or maybe you accepted a lower salary to work in a job you find more fulfilling. But when it comes to your health, there shouldn't be any compromise. You don't want to go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines or their family group chat or their crossword puzzles or whatever it is just because they're available right now or they take your insurance. 
Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and you can instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc that you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist when you already don't have time. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is only about 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score some same-day appointments. I've used ZocDoc numerous of times, and every time it has been so convenient. I've literally used the app while I was waiting in the line at the grocery store before. That's how easy it is. And I was able to easily make an appointment with a specialist for all kinds that took my insurance. Um, Most recently, I went to an endocrinologist for my Hashimoto's. They took my insurance. They were nearby. They were like 10 minute drive. And I got to go there the next day. And it's not like I have to wait weeks for an available appointment with ZocDoc. I can see the schedule and I can plan it ahead of time. And for me, it was two days later because that's what was convenient for me. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Contessa and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. So one more time, that's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Contessa. ZocDoc.com slash Contessa. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To get started today, you talk about something called the side door method. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. So, the side door method is our way of talking about our unique way of networking with folks. One of the things that we hear all the time, and maybe Lauren, you hear this too from like the folks in your program, but like networking scary. And especially for people who are introverted, even for people who are extroverted, it's, you know, it's a scary thing to do, right? Because you feel like you're a burden. You feel like, 
you're bothering somebody, you feel like maybe you get reached out to and you don't respond to the people that are, are you know, reaching out to you. And so you feel like kind of, um, I think of the fancy word. Like a but, pest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. So we have created this method where we are helping you network with folks who are in a role that you want to be in without specifically asking to be referred, all in the vein of building a genuine connection with somebody. Oh, okay. Tell us more because this is like everyone's eyes and ears and everything just perked up because this is what we all need to be doing. Like, and also before you do this, are you supposed to like, how do you find these people? Is it based on target companies or like, so start step one of this strategy? Yeah. So step one is identifying what you want to do first and targeting people who are peers in your group. So let's say I'm an HR manager. I'm literally going to be looking for people who are HR managers and that's like, that's their title. I do that on LinkedIn. I and then and then reaching out to those folks to have a what we call a power chat. So it's kind of like a hyped up version of an informational interview. And in that initial message, you're just asking about them. Like, you know, how did you get to where you were? What's it like working at X company? I'm curious about your background. I'm impressed by, you know, just flattery, flattery, flattery. Cause it is impressive. That's the reason yeah. you're reaching out. And you're positioning yourself as a mentee. And then hopping on the phone and then really having what we, again, what we call a power chat, but really diving into their background. Like what types of things made them tick? How do they make move from X to Y company? What is the biggest challenge that they worked on at their current company? All in the vein of, again, generating a unique connection and notice. And none of those questions are, can you help me refer me to a job? Do you think I'd be a good fit? You know, what are you looking for in your next hire? Like, mm -mm, none of that stuff. It's all about having a a genuine conversation to get to know the person and really get to know their history because then you can place your own puzzle on top of theirs and understand kind of, okay, I can know some similarities. I didn't really do that when I made this move. So that might be a good thing for me to adjust, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. So you're getting lots of, lots of really good stuff from these power chats. And then it's about following up. Yeah. So how are you keeping the conversation going? How are you making sure you're not just sending a thank you note? That says, thank you for your time. How are you genuinely sharing something that you saw on a blog or on a YouTube video or on a TikTok that helps keep the conversation momentum in the same inertia as when it started? Yeah, absolutely. I tell the story a lot on this podcast, so I know everyone's sick of it, but that's how I got my job at Hulu. I was working as an admin assistant and I was reaching out to recruiters. I knew I wanted to be a recruiter. I don't think I had finessed it quite enough to say university recruiter at this specific company, but I was reaching out to recruiters in the LA area to learn more about recruiting so I could really update my resume and be way better in the interview process. And I reached out to about 70 recruiters, about 30 of them got back to me. That's how I learned about recruiting, made the edits to my resume, yada, yada, applied for the recruiting coordinator position at Hulu. And I was such a much stronger interviewer. I didn't even, I wasn't even able to use any of those connections for a referral, but even these power chats that you're talking about, I could see them being extremely powerful for your interview skills, your resume skills, your tell me about you answer. But I think what your comment and what it, maybe we haven't named it this way, but the sidebar way of networking takes the pressure off of asking someone to refer you, takes the pressure off if they don't respond. It's okay. There's maybe somebody else who's out there. You know, if you're, especially if you're going for a bigger company, there's a lot of people in the same roles. Also, it's okay to follow up with people. You know, their messages get lost, emails get, you know, we forget to respond to them. So I always found it helpful. You don't want to be irritating, but all of that shows initiative also so that if a job opens up for somebody, I remember actually one of the informational interviews I had, she did come back to me eventually and was like, oh, we have a recruiting coordinator position open. I had already taken the job at Hulu, but I referred her to somebody else. So like, 
you never know where those power chats and conversations are going to go. I'm sure with a lot of your clients too, when it comes to the hidden job market, even if it's not the higher up, they're networking to get in a role. What are the other, I guess, job search strategies that you're finding are working really well for your clients in 2024? So 85 to 90% of our clients are getting their job through side door. So that's important to notate. And whether it's, you know, the career amp version of side door or another version that you create for yourself, it's networking that's getting people in the door. So yes, can you get a job by applying and going through the typical ATS applicant tracking systems? Yes, but just not a majority of the time. I'd say the other ways that people are job searching are making sure that their LinkedIn profile is optimized, keyword optimized, making sure that they're getting found by recruiters who are doing searches. And I'll give a quick tip here. And Lauren, you may have already mentioned this, but your headline on your LinkedIn profile is the most valuable real estate that you have on your LinkedIn profile. So if you are like a marketing person and the word marketing is only mentioned one time in your headline, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not you know, going back to the LinkedIn algorithm and optimizing for the LinkedIn, LinkedIn algorithm. So making sure your LinkedIn is optimized is a good one. And then I'd say the other piece is like, especially in this rise of the gig economy is taking contract jobs, especially for yeah. those who are unemployed. So contractor gig opportunities, we've had a lot of clients who have taken those in the last you know six to eight months and have converted into full-time employees. And some of them actually have started their own businesses because they do something for, for a contract and they're like, actually, I kind of like working for myself and I'm just going to go find another contract to supplement the other 20 hours that I don't have filled up right now. So that's kind of a tertiary thing that we're seeing a big rise in to help land permanent roles or just income in general. Yeah, I absolutely love this because that's what I'm finding when I talk to people too, is that you can't, I mean, we've always said this, but you cannot just apply to a job online. It's, I mean, you can, you might get lucky. Some people do. There's always somebody who corrects me when I say this, right? So like, please don't come at me. But most of the people I know who get the job, it's through building connections and it's asking for referrals. So for example, they find their dream job, they apply to it quickly. I think, I do think response time is very important in today's job market too. But they respond or apply to it quickly. Then they ask their network, can you refer me? Can you send a note to the hiring manager? They find the hiring manager's email address and they send it directly to them. Like they're doing all the things. There's no more just like create a resume and apply online, unfortunately. What do you think in terms of job search trends? Obviously, 2023 was just like a very, very tough job market year and job search year. Are you optimistic for 2024? What do you think the trends will be this year? Obviously, the hidden job market's not going away. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. So I think 2024 is, is going to be influenced by a lot of different things. I think it's going to be influenced by a lot of technological advancements. I've heard a lot of this talk around the rise of this new era of cloud technology, AI being uh, part of that increase in like remote work opportunities. I think we're going to continue to see, even though we're seeing some of the larger companies bring people back to the office. I do think that a lot of small to medium-sized businesses, that's going to be their value proposition is that they're going to continue to offer yeah. remote work. And so that's how they're going to attract talent, uh, one of the ways at least. And then I think also a greater emphasis on skills and adaptability, gig economy, like hiring people for short-term contracts and engagements and things like that. But something interesting that I read was that according to the World Economic Forum, emerging professions are expected to grow from 7.8% to 13.5% of the total employee base by 2025, wow. which I think highlights the shift towards digital, remote, and tech-focused roles. Yeah. So that's going to be, I think, 
you know, we, we kind of go in these like seven year cycles. And I think we're at this, we maybe, we maybe started this last seven year cycle about a year ago, but this rise of remote work, the rise of AI, the rise of gig economy, like that's all going to really transform the way I think that we all work and operate. Yeah. Okay. Last question, just to bring it back to the hidden job market. Let's say you're like, I would be perfect to work at this company. They don't have this position. I want to pitch them on me. Maybe, and again, maybe you're not the director role, but you're just like, I am meant to work at this company. How should somebody do that? Um, how do they pitch themselves? Okay. So, well, we, we don't need to beat a dead horse, but definitely you need to know, know somebody inside of the company that can be your advocate. So that's through a side door chat, a power chat, just general networking, being somebody at an event. You got to know somebody that can be an advocate for you inside of that company. The second thing, you got to understand that what you do is not what you do. It's the results that you get for the work that you do. And so as you're starting to think about the pitch, it's about, okay, how have I identified an opportunity at said company where I say that this, this, and this are things that I see opportunities in. Here are ways in which I've done X, Y, and Z at a previous company. And we could expect A, B, and C as a result of this work just by these small levers that I could pull if I were to come on board. And so a lot of the conversations that we have with our clients is, sure, you like led a meeting or you brought a team together or you launched a campaign. What was the result of that campaign? And a lot of times we get the answers back or I don't, we didn't track the data or like, I don't work there anymore. I don't have it. Well, guess what? You probably know somebody who still works there that can go back into Looker or Tableau or whatever and pull the data for you. And then a lesson to be learned is moving forward. If you don't track that stuff, you got to be tracking it because as a CEO myself and Lauren, right, you too, when I'm bringing on somebody into the team to conquer a task or problem, like fix something or make something better, I want to know that they've done it before. Yeah. Are they are or they've done something akin to the thing that needs to happen? It doesn't mean maybe need to be exact, but I want to know like how have they approached it in the past? What did they do exactly? What role did they play? And then how, what result did they get? Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been so interesting. The hidden job market. So just to recap, you guys, hidden job market, networking with people, it's being active on LinkedIn, it's pitching yourself to organizations. AJ, what have I missed here? I think that you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I get an A plus. Amazing. Yeah, a plus gold star. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then everyone just needs to really focus on the sidebar method and remind ourselves that you are networking to build genuine connections. You don't have to have all the answers or know the exact job or have a job opening. In fact, it works better if you don't. So it's kind of that long-term approach to your career. AJ, tell everyone where they can learn more about you, follow you. You have amazing tips to tell them everything. Well, thanks so much. Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on all social platforms. That's at AJ Mises. And then if you're curious to learn more about Career Amp, you can find us at training.thehumanreach.com. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Contessa podcast. Please take your time to rate, review, and subscribe. A little insider tip, one review equals a thousand downloads. And that's the number one way that you can support our show so we can be back here each week. If you are ready to start networking, but unsure where to start, check out The Successful Networker. It's our online course that teaches you how to build and leverage networking for career advancement. And I've linked to it in the show notes. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.